Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 395 for the 28th of Kislev in a regular year. Yesterday, we spoke about clothing, how clothing makes the man or woman, right? That you can take the same person and have them wear not such great clothing, kind of have them dress like a bum, and they're going to represent themselves in a certain way and they'll feel a certain way versus if you put very nice clothing on them, they're going to represent themselves very differently. They're going to act very differently. They're going to um, feel very differently about themselves. So the clothing that we wear really does uh, have an effect on who we are. Nevertheless, there's an understanding that at the end of the day, the clothing is not you and that you are above your clothing. You transcend your clothing. So as much as we say clothing makes the man, we don't say clothing is the man or clothing is better than the man. It's There's there's sort of an understanding that the human being that's wearing the clothing is the primary focus and is like the, uh, the main thing. And then the clothing is kind of like this extra thing that they're wearing to bring out the best of them. However, What we'll learn today is that when it comes to spiritual clothing, which is something that we spoke about yesterday as well, this idea that our soul dons clothing as well. We, our soul dons the clothes of thought, speech, and action, uh, by virtue of it performing the different mitzvahs of the Torah, this kind of spiritual clothing is actually really unique because even though we call it clothing, it's the clothing of the soul, which is really true. In fact, as we'll learn today, this clothing that the soul wears, these garments that the soul wears actually come from a higher place than the soul itself. How is this possible? Because these clothes that we wear, this, these garments of thought, speech, and action are what, uh, give us access to the mitzvahs of Hashem, the mitzvahs that God commanded us to do. And these mitzvahs are actually one and and unified with God. This is uh, God's clothing, so to speak. And when we say God's clothing, what we mean here is actually a different form of the word clothing. So if you, when we usually think about the word clothing, there's, there's kind of two different ways to look at it. On the one hand, you can say that clothing is something that we put on, right? Another, and, and sort of like this thing that's external to us. And another way to think about it is that if we say that something is enclosed within something else, an interesting little fact here, when I was trying to find like the exact definition of this word enclosed and what it means, um, really, and how it can be used in a sentence, actually the first and kind of the only relevant uh, Google result that came up was a result that had to do with Kabbalah and Chassidah. So I don't actually know if this word enclosed is used in this way in other contexts, or perhaps it is very unique to Kabbalah 
Kabbalah to Chassidah. So this is where translations can get really tricky. But the basic definition of what we mean by enclothed in this sense and how it's different than just wearing clothing that are, that's external to you is when you say that something, when we say that something is enclothed within something else, what we're, what we're referring to is the idea that that thing is being vested within that thing. Like it's, um, so it's sort of like if you, uh, the best way that we can kind of understand that this is like, let's say if you have a piece of art that you make, like a piece of music or, um, or a pottery or, you know, some kind of design that you make and you like really put your whole self into it. So you're sort of clothing yourself within this art is the way to, to think about it. So the art contains you and it's sort of clothed by you, but um, but the, but really the clothing that it's wearing is actually superior to the art because it's actually coming from you is the way to understand it. So in terms of God and in terms of the way that he clothes himself within the mitzvahs, it works a very similar way, but actually to a much bigger extent because when we clothe ourselves within our art, within our music, whatever it is that we're doing, it's like, yes, we're clothing ourselves to a certain extent, but yes, there's still, there's us and the art, there's us and the music, there's two separate things. Versus when God clothes himself in the mitzvahs, what this really means is that his whole entire essence and being is one with the mitzvahs. And it's just that we call it clothing because it's like what God is doing by creating these mitzvahs is he made it into a kind of clothes way, like he sort of masked it, he sort of... Um, uh, constricted it, brought it down in such a way that it, it that it's uh, it 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 fits our measurements, so to speak, so that we can actually wear these clothes. Just like maybe like we can think about like a designer who really wants to uh, like a clothing designer who really wanted to like connect with their clients. So they make clothes that people can wear and then people can wear those clothing and like really connect with the designer. But again, for God, it's to a much greater degree. So this is what we're going to be learning about today, how it is that the mitzvahs are actually God's clothes, but by virtue of them being God's clothes specifically, this th these are clothes that he gave us to wear. And so thus when we wear these clothes when we don these garments um, through our our garments of thought speech and action then our, our our garments of thought speech and action actually become superior they're actually superior to our soul they're not inferior to our soul the way regular garments are but they're actually superior and enhance our soul so for context today we're going to be continuing chapter four of Likute Amar, and tomorrow we're going to conclude this chapter uh, as a small note here, there are some years when the month of Kislev in a regular year has 29 days, and there are some years, nine days, and some years Kislev has 30 days. This year, Kislev has 30 days, which means that we have two different portions, one for the 29th of Kislev and one for the 30th of Kislev. But on those years when uh, Kislev has 29 days to it, we actually learn the 29th day of Kislev and the 30th day of Kislev, both on the 29th day. So the Altarab explains that these three garments that we've been talking about, which come from the Torah and the mitzvahs, even though they're called garments for the soul, namely for the nefesh, ruach, and neshama of the soul, for the three parts of the soul, nevertheless, their, their level is much greater to an infinite degree than the soul itself, than these levels of the nefesh, ruach, and neshama itself. As we see in the Zohar, that uh, there's a saying in the Zohar where it says, very famous saying, where it says, Doraita the Kuchabrihu Kulachad, that Hashem and his Torah are one, are totally one. Meaning to say, when we say God's Torah, what are we talking about? We're talking about God's Chachma, God's wisdom, and God's will, God's Ratzon. And 
God's wisdom and will are one and the same with him. We're going to talk about this further in the Tanya more in depth, but um, the basic idea, there's this, there's this um, teaching from the Rambam where it says that God is the knowledge, the knower, and the known. And, um, and so the basic idea is that when we humans know something, the knowledge that we have uh, is, is outside of us, like we uh, there's me and then there's what I know it's like I read a book or something like that and I'm reading this book and this book this knowledge is outside of myself and we're two different entities versus for God there is nothing but God so God is the knowledge the knower and the known and there is no separation like this whatever it is that God knows however it is that God is known is one and the same with him it's kind of like the way that we can think about it on a personal level is self-knowledge. Like if I know that I'm the t- a type of person that really enjoys music, right? That the fact that I know that about myself, that knowledge about myself is one with me, right? Because it's inside of me. But yet the difference is again with humans is there is such a thing as music that exists outside of me versus for God, it's not just the knowledge that he likes music, for example, but it's actually the music itself, or in this case, the Torah itself actually is within him. Okay. So this is the first thing to keep in mind. The fact that for God, when we talk about God's Torah, which is like sort of like the garment um, that we're talking about here, uh, it's, then it's one with God. So because it's one with God, it's higher than our souls, right? The other thing that we need to keep in mind is that God is infinite. God is what we call in self without end. And God's greatness is without measure, meaning to say that there's no way that we can grasp God in our thought. And since God is one with his attributes, there's no way that we can grasp, grasp any of God's attributes with our thoughts, whether we're talking about God's will or whether we're talking about God's wisdom. And we see an allusion to this in Yeshayahu chapter 40, verse 28, where it says, En There is no searching of his understanding, meaning to say that there's no way that we can grasp God's understanding. Um, and then there's also another saying, this one comes from Eov chapter 11, verse 7, like sort of like this, which is a, a rhetorical question. If you search for God, will you find? And also, again in Yeshayahu, this time in chapter 55, verse 8, it says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. So we see that there's many places, basically, that there's this allusion to this idea that God's thoughts are not our thoughts. And just as God is beyond our grasp, so too are God's thoughts and God's wisdom, God's will is beyond our grasp. But nevertheless, uh, there's this really interesting teaching that comes from the, the sages in the Gemara in Masechet Megillah, page 31a, that the place that you find God's greatness, you will also find God's humility. So what does this mean? This means that, yes, God's essential will and wisdom is really totally beyond our understanding. But nevertheless, because God wanted to make himself accessible to us, he actually constricted his will and wisdom into the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah and into their various halachas uh, and into all of the different letters that are found in the Tanakh, in the scripture, and and into all of the agados, like the 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 stories that are found um, and the madrashim of the sages and all this stuff, like basically all the components of the Torah is basically the way by which God constricted his wisdom, which is so lofty and so high, he constricted, constricted it in order to make it accessible to us. And this this gives us something to grasp onto. This gives every every person's soul something to grasp onto. It makes God accessible to us. And 
So thus now, every person, if a person keeps this Torah, the, these Torah and mitzvahs, then what happens is that our souls become clothed in these um, in these three clothing, these these uh, three three uh, garments of thought, speech, and action of Torah mitzvah. So it's like, so we basically, to understand this, we've been thinking about garments or the simple way that we've been thinking about garments um, based on like yesterday's episode is this idea that all of us speak, all of us talk, talk and all of us act. So these are our human garments that we use in order to do Torah. But what the altar is teaching us today is that no, these garments actually are actually very godly garments. These are the garments of the Torah. And so when we connect and we do the mitzvahs and we utilize our souls to perform the mitzvahs and to connect to the Torah in this way, then what we're actually doing is that we're actually clothing ourselves in not human garments, but actually in godly garments, in garments that uh, that come from God's will and wisdom. And this is why, says the Altar Abed, that we can, the Torah is likened to water. Because what's so special about water? Water, there's famous teaching about water is that it descends from a high level to a very low level. So this is brought up in a few places in the Tanya and actually throughout Judaism as well, this idea of how water, like if you think about, let's say if you go, if you're walking in a, in a forest or something like that, and then you see like a little trickle of water somewhere. So you know that there's a bigger body of water nearby. You know that all the water is connected. So it's like when you see like a river or a lake or something, it's like the source of that water is from a much bigger source. It's from either the rain or from the ocean or something like that. And it's the same water. So while yes, you know, maybe it's going to get dirty or something along the way, but the water essentially is the same and it can always be clarified. It can always be filtered. So the same way that like, so it's like if you picture like a waterfall, so the waterfall is like there's the water that's way high above and then there's the water that eventually falls down into the river, um, but it's the same water and it's coming from a high place to a low place. And this is how Torah works. It's the same Torah. It's the Torah is coming from a very, very high place, which is God's will and wisdom. And, um, and as we explained that God's will and wisdom is one with him and there's no thought that can grasp God. So it's really pointing to the very big loftiness of God. And from there, it came down through the various levels from level to level through what it's known as the Hishalshalis of the worlds, like the, the chain of descent of the worlds, which we're going to be talking about more in depth as we get through the Tanya until it actually became enclosed in physical objects and worldly things, which are all of the mitzvahs, because, you know, when we do the mitzvahs, we're doing them with worldly things. And, and not only in the mitzvahs, but also in the books of the Torah and the actual ink on the page that you open up a Chumash, you open up a Navi, you open up a Megillah, you know, whatever it is that you're reading at that time. If it's, if it's part of the Tanakh, if it's part of the Torah, then uh, the 24 books of the, the Tanakh, then this is actually God's wisdom made down, constricted down into this page um, so that all of us can access God, not just on the level of thought, but actually on the level of speech and action as well. When we actually speak the words out loud or when we actually um, engage in the mitzvahs themselves. So that's the end of the section today. So just to, again, summarize uh, and to explain this. So when we talk about clothing, so there's different ways of thinking about this. Clothing, like kind of on a basic level and the way that we, it would be kind of very straightforward to think about clothing is like clothing is something that you wear. So there's you and then there's your clothing that enhances who you are. But in the case of the clothing of thought, speech, and action that we use in order to access the Torah and mitzvahs that we, um, you know, that are involved in our keeping of the Torah mitzvahs, uh, this is a different kind of clothing. This is godly clothing. And because it's godly clothing, 
it's not just regular human clothing that is kind of like a nice accessory to ourselves, but it actually comes from a higher place than our very souls. And so what is happening there in that sense of clothing is it's not so much, the focus isn't so much on the fact that like we are donning these clothes that give us this extra flair or whatever it is, but rather the focus is on God and how God chose to clothe to clothe his being, his um, his will and wisdom into these clothings that we can have access to so that when we wear these clothing, we're actually becoming encompassed, vested within God himself. So that's it for today. And we will continue along these lines tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzchak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.